Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And that was the funniest thing to me is because is all of Obama's presidency, everybody was like, show us the aliens. Uh, let, let me see the aliens. Because everybody <laughs> thought we were good. Everybody thought you yeah. were fine. Uh, they were like, oh, we live in a post-racial society. We don't have any problems. Let me see the aliens. And then the second Trump dropped the aliens, he was like, we don't give a fuck about no goddamn aliens, bro. Yeah, fuck you're you. you're mean to women. You're, we don't give a fuck about aliens. <laughs> there's human kids in cages. I don't give a fuck about the alien kids. Yeah, 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 there it is, there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another spectacular episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we finally work to prove that Neil deGrasse Tyson will be the first person to get canceled for sexually assaulting a woman in zero gravity. The man has the money to go to space. He has the know-how to go to space, but he can't keep them fingers to himself. Neil deGrasse Tyson will get a woman in space, and he'll 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 be a legend in that way. I don't know if legend's the right word. He's, it's not a heroic move Neil's gonna do, but we haven't gotten rid of him, so he'll figure out a way to finger a lady against her will. Anyway, I'm your host, Lang than Kerman. As always, I'm I'm coming in hot, baby. That's my style. You know me. You listen every week. I'm having a wild day. I woke up today and somebody had signed me up for uh, Filipino uh, Cupid, which apparently is just a, a Filipino dating site. They had signed me up against my will, much like a Neil deGrasse Tyson would. And, and they they had signed me up to date men on Filipino Cuban and all the men that are being recommended to me are white men, which is it's all getting very complicated because I can't tell if they think I'm Filipino and interested in white men or or if this is some sort of prank, if this is Ashton Kutcher type situation where he's coming in and he's 
he's pranking me. I don't know. None of it feels good. And I, I can't seem to figure out how to unsign myself up from this experience, but we'll get to that later. My guest, I assume he's not on Filipino Cupid. I think he probably has a lot more cool shit going on than to be, uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised. You'd be, <laughs> be surprised. surprised. <laughs> Very much on Filipino okay, Cupid, and uh, also not into it. Don't love He's it. Not, he doesn't like it, and and mm-hmm. you know what? I like him. He's very funny. You're gonna know him from from his album. Okay, very hilarious. You know him from Comedy Central. You know him from just generally talking a whole lot of shit about anime on the internet. He's the anime nigga. You're gonna love him. Give it up for you doing a Travis. Hey, what's going on? What up, digital applause? Hell hey. yeah. They here for you, sense. big dog. What Bro, you doing I, on on Filipino Cupid? What you doing over there? Oh, you know, just trying to ex- first of all, just expressing my uh my love for East Asian uh uh-huh. and <laughs> and a little bit Spanish heritage. I just love that <laughs> about people. You know, I just love uh people that are half of things. You know, mm-hmm. I just love people with uh who really throw you a curveball with a with an Asian face and a Spanish last name. Sure. Like, what? Hmm? <laughs> You know, How somebody the fuck that just, are you a Rodriguez? What is yeah. going on here? <laughs> I'm just trying to think about uh, colonialism through, throughout my entire dating experience, you know? Right. There's no reason to settle in and enjoy each other's company, not when colonialism could be a part of the conversation. Exactly. Exactly. You ever just be at a dance and you got to leave room for colonialism right there in the middle? <laughs> just a little bit of room. Teachers come through with the ruler. <laughs> They're like, hold on. I hold can't on. fit all that colonialism in there. Back up. I don't man. see in the, I don't see any room for uh for <laughs> King Philip the whichever one. The yeah, Belgian I see, dude. I see your penis. Where's the manifest destiny? Put that in <laughs> in the middle of you. Let me just put on Manifest Destiny's child right quick. <laughs> hey yo, DJ, one two. Is that what you say to DJs? One, two? One, two. Yeah, you got to cue them up because otherwise they won't know when to play. Yeah, of course. You came to us. I'm very excited because you came to us with a conspiracy theory that I had never heard of before. I yeah. l- literally never in my life had I heard this. You said, and it's it's all very exciting. I want to make I want to give us plenty of time to unpack this. But you said, my mama told me. The Dogon tribe in Mali is from outer space. Yes, there has been a lot of just a lot of conflicting information about them. I don't even really remember when I found out because I Mm -hmm. was not like young. It was relatively recently. But then uh, but I was just kind of like. I think I was I think I had really gotten interested into the in the whole like ancient alien shit. Yeah, just mostly for the sake of like talking shit about white people, because I'm like, I know for a fact that y'all are just using this shit to discredit like right. Egyptians and all this stuff. They're always like, who built the the pyramids? It was aliens who built the pyramids in fucking South America. It was, a- yeah. it was aliens. And I don't really remember how I stumbled upon these people, but basically the whole idea is there's two stars, Sirius A, which is visible to the naked eye, mm-hmm. and Sirius B, which orbits Sirius A, and is not visible to the naked eye, and they That's have right. like a weird amount of knowledge about those two stars. Yeah, the meaning that that the tribe themselves had a weird amount of knowledge about those two stars mm-hmm. in a way that white people cannot explain. They're yes. like constantly being like, "How the fuck 
did you uh West African motherfuckers figure this shit out? And they're like, I don't know, dog. Uh alien like told shit. shit, nigga. Oh, oh mermaid looking alien told us. <laughs> um the whole, yeah. apparently they told some this like French dude, I forget his first name, but his last name is like Griot or something like that. Mm-hmm. He went and like visited them and just on and off for like a decade or something like that. At one yeah. point, spent a full month over there just talking to them about aliens. And they were just straight up like, yeah, just an alien came and told us about these stars. Right. Oh, you mean Humphrey? No, yeah, Humphrey's been here. He told yeah, us about Humphrey all been that stuff. Oh, you know Humphrey? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Let's let's take a step back for a second because I do think yeah. that there's, there's a lot that I want to unpack in your experience in all of this before we even get in the nooks and crannies of this of this yeah. uh, conspiracy theory. How much do you consider yourself a believer in in aliens and extraterrestrial life forms and all that shit? I think in general, I'm a person who is like the universe is so vast that there's no way there's nothing. Mm-hmm. It do, it just doesn't. It's just inconceivable that there is nothing out there. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. But the notion that they've been here and they've like built shit for us and we don't know about them. That yeah. is like, that's such a big secret to keep. That's such a weird instinct. And I like the way you're phrasing it. But even like on a basic level, the presumption that somebody else would come to your house and build something nice for you and then just leave without like right? wanting credit or at least wanting to see you enjoy the thing is fucking nuts. That's insane. Like if if I mounted somebody's TV, I would be <laughs> at their house every day. I'd be like, hey, how's that TV? Hey, hey, you- just checking on the TV. Be like, hey, that there? shit ain't fell out the wall yet. <laughs> that shit's still up. That's crazy. Oh, I would, if I was an alien, I would stand by the pyramids like twenty four seven. Be like, you know who did that? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, somebody built something pretty nice for y'all. Yeah, like I mean, if you think about it this way, like Twitter added the option to retweet yourself, mm-hmm. and now everybody does that constantly. Constantly. Tell me, tell me, you wouldn't build a pyramid and then just like do the equivalent of retweeting that shit every Hell yeah. thousand or, years. Or if nothing else, if we're going to follow that Twitter analogy, I'm going to go uh, put up some new tweets in every other fucking continent and every city I can find. I'm not just building yeah. one pyramid and then going about my business. No, that joke <laughs> hit. I'm about to put up some more. Yeah, I'm going to build... I'm going to build like a new building in every single country. And then under that building, I'm going to just put a little link to the first building. I'm gonna uh-huh. to the pyramids. <laughs> just be like, just a reminder that I did this shit. Just so y'all know I'm consistently <laughs> hilarious online. If you enjoy this pyramid, you may also enjoy my earlier work. Yeah, no, I, I think it's it's a, a silly thing to presume that people, that these space creatures are just doing these altruistic things for us and then not wanting any version of credit and maybe Mm -hmm. there's an argument that they're more sophisticated and don't need the credit they're like egos have evolved past that that want but why for what and look like sometimes we maybe they just view us as so low on the on the like tier of animals where mm-hmm. they just like don't think we can even perceive that they did something for it. like we we do like we do build little enclosures for animals and zoos yeah. and stuff like that and maybe they just think of that as like keeping us sort of like 
like whatever their equivalent of a zoo is, you know, like we hang around the pyramids all the time. Oh, that's interesting that this is this is kind of like a birdhouse. Yeah. If I put a birdhouse outside, I do that because I'm like the birds are like that. But I don't need to like stand by it and be like, you like it, birds? How you liking the thing? Yeah. Like yeah. I got my little binoculars. I don't need to. I don't need to talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, I watch you. I will. Yeah. I watch you. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they have. Maybe they just have limited access to like closed circuit TV in space. Mm, so they just got their little cameras on the on the pyramids on all the tourist sites. That okay. Obviously, they also had handed. So you believe then that that yes, there's something out there. Absolutely, there. It's it's unlikely, at least, that that we are here alone in the middle of this vast vacuum of whatever. Yeah, I think it's more of a a negative belief than a positive. More, it's it's very unlikely that there's nothing. Then there is definitely something. Okay, if that makes sense. I got you. It's the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Yeah, I take a very uh, a very black revolutionary approach <laughs> to niggas in space. <laughs> cool. I like that. Why does space got to be black? <laughs> I love that energy for space. Yeah. Look, Why don't they you... ever talk about the white matter? <laughs> I love that it starts to kind of sound like you're advocating for white people when you do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say white matters too. Wait a minute. What have I done? <laughs> I've muddied the narrative. <laughs> All right. I, I'm curious to know, was this something that, that you grew up with? Were your parents believers in, in space and aliens? Or is this something that you had to discover on your own? My mom was very much not that person. Actually, I don't know that much about my mom's beliefs outside of just like religion. Yeah. Because I never just I just never asked questions. Sure. (laughs) But my dad never explicitly expressed a belief in aliens, but was was always such a conspiracy type dude that always had me. He always had me curious about like shit that I don't really understand. My dad was the type of dude who like folded a lot of $20 bills in 2002. Oh, okay. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He had one awakening and then just repeated it over and over again. Yeah. I love that. My dad one time, I don't know if you ever played Assassin's Creed. The game talks about a lot of like old conspiracies and like Mm -hmm. Templars and, and shit like that. And... I remember one time I was playing that game and a, a villain in the game was explaining some old shit, some historical shit. And my dad was like, listen up, you might learn something. Never explain <laughs> to me what I might learn. <laughs> but that's the type of dude my dad is like, he'll never sure. explain to you what you're learning, but he will tell you, you you're learning something right now. He also, for that. the record... For the record, he said the same thing when uh when Black Eyed Peas "Where's the Love" came on the radio. Uh-oh. So I tend to take <laughs> it with a grain of salt. Sure, he was like, "Listen to Fergie, you might learn something. <laughs> you might learn something. People killing and people dying." <laughs> I love that. I I do genuinely love somebody who's like, "Hey." Anytime somebody's saying some shit that ain't standard knowledge, you might learn something instead of admitting that like, yeah, people bullshit (laughs) on both ends of the spectrum. People just make up some crazy stuff. Yeah, it's it's a thing that my that I always respected about my dad is that he never he was frequently wrong. 
Yeah. But you would never he would never leave himself open to you thinking he was or to you like openly saying he was wrong. He would always fill those little gaps. The nice thing about what it sounds like is he also like uh, introduced to you at least the possibility of like uh, questioning. Right. Yeah. Like which is what we need in a parental figure is I, I think uh, a more a, a greater advantage than having a parent who tells you the exact right stuff all the time is a parent who yeah. goes, I don't know, ask more questions and figure out if maybe some of this shit is just off base. Yeah, exactly. My, he planted just enough of a seed to be like, ah, maybe shit is not quite what it seems. And so yeah, that yeah. I think that is like the extent of my concrete conspiracy experience. Right. My my dad is a big questioner of everything. He's like a, a very active uh, socialist. He, he is sort of like anti a lot of what the government represents and not in the Bernie Sanders kind of way, but in the actual like like, a, uh, like he's an anarchist. Yeah, well, no, nah, I'm not going to call him an anarchist, certainly not on a recorded uh, audio medium, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say that he's, uh, it's much less of like, let's reform the government the way that the government already exists. And it's more of like, no, nah, let's just recreate this shit the way that uh, the people are fully in charge. But I say all that to say he's he's not a believer in God or the heavens, but I would have to imagine that because of his want to question things, he would probably believe in the possibility of aliens or at least life yeah. outside of, of the human existence. Yeah. It's, a, it's also such a very confusing thing just because like, I can, I, on the one hand, believe that there are probably aliens, mm -hmm. but I also feel like, I feel like they use conspiracies like that to distract us from shit that's actually going on in front of us. Uh -oh. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Wait a minute. Well, that's how they get you. I just feel. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm listening. <laughs> look, I just feel like, like, did you, did you not notice, like, every time Trump did something fucked up, they dropped a new alien? They did. Every, yeah, yeah. it was like every couple weeks, it was like, by the way, we found a new alien. It just chilling. We uh -huh. like we been had this. We just had this nigga locked up just in case y'all found something out. <laughs> Hold on, throw out that alien. These niggas upset. Y'all throw Yo, them out. Just throw the alien out. Just yeah, see, yeah. see what they say. My favorite thing was that they started. They thought that they could distract us with just alien movies at first. That like uh, he was acting up, and so they gave us like predator versus alien two or whatever the fuck it was yeah. and then he kept acting it up they were like i think we're gonna have to give these niggas a real one we can't just keep showing yeah. the, the fictional ones anymore it, it's uh it's weird to me to think that there are entire sections of our population very small sections obviously who know so much more about what exists out in the in space and the universe whatever uh, than we do like that they're yeah. just keeping this information from us instead of being open and honest about like what does and doesn't exist what these things intend to do with us whatever yeah and i think it's very it's just a very unfair setup you know because like on the one hand we live in a society that's very like anti-science and a lot of people are just like just refuse to believe like we've seen in the past year people refuse to believe the knowledge of experts. Yep. But on but on the other hand, if you're just a regular nigga that just sees an alien, mm -hmm. nobody will believe you. No, not like, even what for if, a second. <laughs> like we don't believe like real life experience at all in that regard. Yeah. Like I was I had like a a week or two where I was just like really 
like you know deep rabbit hole on like cryptozoology which is just like uh like mythical creatures yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that and the only important information i took from that is one that gor- we discovered gorillas way later than i realized when did we discover gorillas it was like 1925 oh shit like that. it was like <laughs> recent gorillas new gorillas new <laughs> new as fuck bro <laughs> Like I thought they, gorillas were old news. These motherfuckers are brand new. Yo, they like it was. It was like people would see a gorilla, and they would be like, "Yo, I just saw the craziest looking man." <laughs> <laughs> hey, that dude got his asshole out, and we should get out of here. He's being weird. Hey, this nigga is throwing poop. I don't know what he's on right now, but I, but we need to get out of here. <laughs> But, like, the most fucked up thing about cryptozoology is, like, if you, as just a without a degree human, just discover a new animal, you just got to turn that over to somebody who's a professional and then they get to put their name on the on the animal. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking nuts. And it's even worse because we were talking about Trump earlier. They named some fucking animal after him. Uh, yeah. recently, it might've been a monkey or fucking, uh, bacteria. I can't remember what it was. It was something where it was meant to be ironic, whatever, whatever. But to your yeah. point and to the larger point of this conversation, there probably is some tribal person who discovered this shit years ago, who like yeah. has known about these things, who has lived with these things, experienced these things and had, and doesn't get any credit for it. Doesn't get to put their name on it because white science has been waiting their turn to say, I, I found it. I put my yeah. fucking flag in it. Yeah, exactly. And like everything you read about the Dogon people is just like, how did these like articles that come up on like the first five uh, results on Google? Mm-hmm. Are saying shit like, "How did these primitive people th- yeah. uh, know about the about these stars when they couldn't have possibly found this information on their own?" Just like, "Yo, why the fuck are you doing this like infantilizing bullshit?" Like, How first are of these all, goofy ape niggers gonna know about stars <laughs> when they ain't even got their titties covered? And it's like, "Hey, man, the titties being covered ain't got nothing to do with them understanding space." Hey, these boys out here wear, dancing around in masks, wearing grass skirts. How the fuck they know about this about space? It's like maybe that's some space shit that we're not up on, and we yeah. got we got to take a step back and go. Oh, we're stupid. We we're not aware of their shit. Yeah, and you know what? I will consider this for a second. Maybe maybe they did give uh, get visited by aliens. Mm-hmm. Do y'all ever stop to consider what Africans are doing? That aliens want to chill with us and not y'all. Yeah. You ever stop and consider like what like maybe they're onto something yep. that like aliens are just like, yo, these niggas got it going on. Let's yeah. go build them some shit. Look at them minding their business. Doing exactly. doing good work out in the world. We fuck with them. We gonna build yeah. them something nice. Let's go down mountain TVs right quick. Uh <laughs> and then get on back into space. You know? It doesn't have to be anything. They'll pay us back eventually yeah i'm gonna build him a cabinet then head out but i fuck with you dog i want you to know you can keep your stuff in here and we put they put dead bodies in you like hey that wasn't my plan but hey you can keep your stuff in it either way that's fine hey. <laughs> yeah look that's not what that's for i usually just keep like toys and stuff in there but like yeah yeah do whatever you want i thought you were gonna put your shoes in it i'm gonna be honest but hey <laughs> Hey, you want to put a dead king? Fine. Look, Go crazy. Yeah. Do your if thing. If you want to toss it, it and his wife uh, and his living wife, yeah, mm-hmm, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, oh, you're putting all your money in there, too. 
interesting choice. Seems, I thought you okay, would keep that. Now I'm gonna stop. It seems like you would need that. <laughs> I would. It just feels like you would need that. Seems like you could redistribute the wealth to maybe the people who are not doing so well in this community. But hey, it, you know, it's hey, yours. I built it for you. Go crazy. Hey, look, I'm not gonna <laughs> look. I'm. Your empires don't last very long on this planet. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. But you know, do, do your thing. All right, we're going to take one break. We'll be back with more Yodoya Travis and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Yeah, we're back here with more Yadoya <laughs> Travis. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the possibility that aliens came to this planet and visited the doggone people and uh, and talked to them about space and shit. Gave them some information that Whitey didn't want them to have. And now the white man is trying to uh, take credit. Is there any chance, is there any possibility in your mind that uh-huh. that they made this up? That this is all just... Uh, complete fallacy that these these doggone people in fact uh didn't actually have this experience i you know what i think i i stumbled upon like 
somebody saying that like the dude who credited them with knowing all this information about the stars was the dude who told them the shit in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then somehow information got mixed up and they were like, yo, they have an uncanny knowledge of these stars, even though this dude just told them. Right. I don't believe that necessarily, but I do believe there's a little bit of room for them for like some type of misinformation here. Because obviously all the wires are not connected. Sure. You know? I, I like what you're saying, that that essentially the information isn't perfectly shaped. So, yes, there's possibility yeah. for error for some sort of like uh, misinformation being a, a sort of mixed into this. But it isn't just that some white dude gave them the info and then they repeated it over no, and over I don't again. Believe- I don't believe that because they they have incorporated it into their religion to a degree. Yeah. And I and so I just don't see a world where some dude told them all this shit in like 1930 something and now a whole conspiracy develops. You know? Right. So let's let's unpack some of the the hard information here and then maybe this will help our listeners uh make sense of this whole thing. So the the doggone people I'm probably saying the name wrong, but I like doggone, so I'm just gonna keep saying it incorrectly. I but I like doggone because it's how <laughs> them doggone people. Them doggone people. Them doggone people them, the ones that <laughs> You talking about, about them people that believe in the aliens? <laughs> the ones that got <laughs> visited by the space mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> they claim that this race of uh people called the or not people, but aliens called the Nomos. From the star Sirius, Sirius A visited Earth thousands of years ago. And the Nomos, which were described as this amphibious race, they look like mermaids, much like you're describing, walking around looking like mermaids. Tell the doggone people about a smaller star called Sirius B, which orbits Sirius A and is invisible to the human eye. Mm-hmm. Now, for first of all, before we even get into any other information. Yep. I'm and I'm just having this realization now myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a not enough discussion of the fact that you talk about people coming from a star. Yeah, dog. <laughs> star is fucking hot, bro. <laughs> well, I should clarify that they they uh, say that they're from a planet orbiting that star. So it isn't okay. it isn't that they're saying we we are from a star. But they are saying we are from this uh, star collection, basically. Okay. And that your okay. dumb uh, eyes cannot see the secret star, which is Sirius B. Right. Okay. Okay. That clears some things up. Yeah. Does not explain everything. No, it does but... not. And and to to go further into some of the things that you've already uh, acknowledged, this story basically became, because this story comes in theory from thousands of years ago, literally mm-hmm. according to some priests, this is a story that they've been passing down since 3200 BC. So mm-hmm. old as fuck, right? But the story comes to us from these white these French anthropologists, Marcel Grial, I don't know how to say stuff, Germain yeah. uh, de Terlin, mm-hmm. who recorded it from four doggone priests into the 1930s. So it isn't yeah. until the 1930s that white and Western sort of people are now discovering this legend of the visitors from outer space. Yeah. And there was, there's also, um, 
I, I don't remember where I saw this information either, but they also had like a weird distrust of members of the tribe who had had too much contact with Europeans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they were dealing very specifically with ones who were just kind of isolated from. And I don't know how that affects the story at all, but it just feels weird to me. It feels a little bit sus. I don't know why. Right. That you're not uh, you're not actually talking to the people, people. You're kind of like picking and choosing who you're going to yeah. talk to. And it feels and, like it's not a complete sample. Right. There's something to that. There's something really dangerous about that. Right. Like we saw that even in our polling in the the presidential elections that like y'all keep asking the same motherfuckers who they're going to vote for. And then the news mm-hmm. just be wrong because you're yep. not actually talking to the the full sample of America. Yeah. So these French explorers, they did the equivalent of exclusively calling people's house phones <laughs> to see who they're voting for. <laughs> when you know everybody is on Twitter, yep. on their cell phones, just put out a Twitter poll. Just do it regular, you dumb Just fuck. Just do it normal. What's yeah. wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Nobody's answering their house phones, and the people that do are losers. They have a yeah. house phone, first of all. What a fucking dweeb. And then second of all, they're answering it and having a full conversation with you? They should kill stranger? themselves. Yeah, no, what are they doing? 90% of people that still have house phones definitely still have the the little see-through one where you can see all the parts and uh-huh. other, like it's a little <laughs> night like sa- like a saved by the bell cup yep a real heavy one that just mm-hmm. uh, it's like a brick but also yep. i guess you can technically communicate with the outside world I, technically <laughs> technically is <laughs> a key word there so this this uh legend of of the nomis people is treated as such for all of these years uh, even after this sort of 1930s discovery conversation, until there is actual physical proof of Sirius B coming to exist in 1970, when a bunch of uh, scientists are able to finally photograph this secret star with a telescope, which then changes the entire narrative. Yeah. When that happens, I wonder, like, first of all, why are you so, like, why are you so blown away by it in the 30s when you haven't proven the star exists yet? Right. Like, why have you already established that these people couldn't have come up with some shit that doesn't that you don't even know is true? Yes. So so to that point, they do. There is suspicion, right, of the star being uh, in existence before then. They say that yeah. all the way back to 1844, People suspect the possibility of a second star in the Sirius collection or or sort of like uh, spaced area. I don't know the right mm-hmm. words, but they they don't star officially system. know that it exists until technically, I think, uh, 1862 is when someone first discovers it by telescope. But even then, because of their discovery and because they didn't have the ability to photograph it, because I don't think that they were easily able to like find it again because of its its super long rotation, that mm-hmm. like they're not able to officially confirm that the shit exists. So when right. the doggone people tell this French anthropologist that this stuff exists, everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck? That thing that we've been theorizing is true? According to them, somebody must have told them our secrets instead of being like, whoa, they know some shit we don't. Yeah. And again, it's like, if you can have a suspicion that a star exists, like, what is that suspicion based on? Is Mm -hmm. that based on, like, anything more than just, like, calculations? 
which they also have a pretty uh pretty advanced knowledge of mathematics and all this stuff. So like, you know, yeah. a lot of shit has been discovered just based on orbits and like when uh when certain shit comes back around. So it's like they could just as easily have determined it based on its position in the sky. Yes. Which is exactly how a bunch of these white astron- astronomers did the same thing. Exactly. I think in in any other circumstance, you would give them the benefit of the doubt and presume that they did the work to come to this conclusion. And the fact that they're saying, nah, some aliens told us they don't want to admit that that's possibly part of the work. And so they're like, nah, this is illegitimate. And, and we we actually did our own work and we'll prove it that way and presume you cheated off of us. Yeah. And you know what I a possibility I hadn't considered is an alien did show up, but it was an alien from a different part of space. And it was like, yo, I think there's a star right there. I don't know. Can y'all can y'all help me with this? I've been trying <laughs> to get to this fucking star and I just don't know where the fuck I'm going. I just need some help from some. Yeah, like, hey, dog, I made a, a right like three light years ago and I have I'm off, man. Can you just point where you think the stars are? He's like, yeah, just, it's right there. Yeah, just don't even look. Just let yeah. just like kind of eyeball it. Just like <laughs> do some little calculations or something like that. Sure. Oh, the tail. Don't mind that. That's just. Uh, yeah, I know it's wet. I know it's wet. I just came from. <laughs> hey, get your mouth off that. Come on now. Hey, hey, hey this is a family restaurant. Cut that out. Come on now. You got a whole ocean. You got a whole ocean. <laughs> I know I look delicious, but. <laughs> so, so the gnomish people, these apparently wet-tailed people, uh, according to the doggone legend, lived on a planet that orbits another star. This is this is Sirius A, and they landed mm-hmm. on Earth in an arc. They're saying it was an arc that was made that made a spinning descent to the ground with a great noise and wind. So even that has like such a um, a, a weird history in it, right? That these people mm-hmm. are able to describe spaceships before spaceships even exist in, in the, the common yeah. lexicon of like language and culture and all that shit. Yeah. And there's no consideration of just like religion and shit. Mm-hmm. Religion has famously and consistently just posited like the same stories in different forms and different explanations for different shit and they just kind of make up shit and people believe that literally happened yes and i'm glad you said that because because to that point the gnomus people are actually uh, a species that appears in babylonian Akkadian yep. and Sumerian myths. So it's yep. not like this is just a group that the doggons made up and nobody else has ever like been connected to them. They've actually existed in a bunch of different ancient religions and, and cultures. And on top of that, the Egyptian goddess Isis, uh, is who is sometimes depicted as a mermaid, is linked to the star Sirius. So all yeah. of this shit is colliding. The information yeah. makes sense, but people are still dismissing this group as just dumb tribal yeah. people. Yeah. And there is also documentation suggesting that these people came from Egypt. Mm-hmm. So, yes. like, maybe they just learned the shit when they were in Egypt. Right. That you they know? were part of that first visit, and then they just yeah. kept rocking. Yeah. But like I watched a little I watched an ancient aliens clip where they say that and they just use that to suggest, OK, so maybe these mermaid niggas just landed in Egypt and mm-hmm. not in Mali. Right. And then those people took it with them. And somehow we credit just the Dogon people with this information and not Egypt. 
how, how did that happen? How did yeah. that end up? And I think to your earlier point, that's a little more palatable for the white tongue, right? Because with that, they're able to, they think of Egyptians, at least historically, as a lighter skinned people, sort of like a, mm-hmm. a whitish looking people uh-huh. that they get to rewrite uh, as sort of closer to themselves. So they're mm-hmm. okay with the Egyptians being sophisticated or having knowledge that that we didn't. They're less okay with the possibility that this tribe in Mali is somehow smarter than any of us. Yes. Yes. They're not willing to admit that a bunch of dark ass Negroes uh-huh. could just do some math and get and and really not not prove that that star was there. Just kind of guess and know yeah. based on calculations that, yeah, there's probably a star right there. Exactly. And what's even more fascinating is that on top of telling them about Sirius B, they also apparently the Nomos uh, explained to them that the planet Jupiter had four moons, that mm-hmm. Saturn, that Saturn has a ring and that planets orbit the sun. And this comes way before, like literally hundreds and hundreds of years before Westerners eventually accept this through Galileo, who they did not take that well from him either. They did not handle when Galileo was saying some wild shit about the sun not being uh, circling us. Yeah. And what bugs me about that part is, one, they guessed that everything orbited around the Earth. So you could just as easily guess the other way around mm-hmm. that that shit orbited the sun. Right. But also very easily calculable by math and like yeah. geometry or whatnot. Not, not math that I can do, but certainly math that exists. Yes. Yeah. Math that someone can do. <laughs> math that someone is capable of. I'm not even going to pretend to be able to. I didn't. I got a bad look, grade in statistics, but I 100 percent know someone can do that math. I can't explain to you how any of this shit works. I read a poem once in college about how we were stupid to think stuff orbits around us. And that's the best information I got. Hell yeah. But to that point, they also got the number of moons wrong for Jupiter and also claimed they also believed Saturn was the only planet with rings. Mm -hmm. And so I would think just having that little bit of wrong information, wouldn't you suspect like, okay, maybe they did do this shit themselves. Like, if you think they're so stupid, why do you think they're they're like too stupid to come up with any of this information? Right. Like, I would think if somebody, if I think somebody's stupid, I would be content with them just knowing a little bit less than me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, so I'm so glad you brought that up because there are a few other things that they sort of missed. In, in some of what they described, right? Like they believe that Sirius B was located where our sun is now, that that's where the original location of what they thought it was. They also believe that it had this 50-year rotation around Sirius A, but they celebrated the, the thing every 60 years. And scientists say that that doesn't really add up. But to your point... Oh, that part, I think, was every six years. And I think there was an explanation. For, I saw an explanation for that. Oh, tell me I more. Remember. I think, well, because they also believe that there is a third uh, Sirius star. Yes. There's like Sigitolo, uh, I forget the second one, but then there's like MAI is the third one. Right. That, that, we've, that has not been discovered. We've turned into Sirius A, Sirius B, Sirius C, but they had like yeah. cooler names for it and all that. Yeah. And so I think that third star, its orbit 
uh, or its cycle would explain the six year celebration as opposed to 50. So here's the thing, though, and to your your earlier point, and I think all of that's fair and, and we should be critiquing some of the error in some of their stuff. We don't hold any other discoverers to to that same level of like fact checking. Like, we don't dismiss Galileo if we're going to use him as the example because he he got the tides wrong, right? Like, Galileo believed yeah. that tides were because the earth was was moving around and the water was basically sloshing like a, a drunk dad, you know what I mean, yeah. carrying a glass. And that motherfucker was wrong. He had no idea that it was the gravitational pull of the moon. He just thought mm-hmm. that's what the tide was from. And yet we still refer to him as this brilliant thinker and a astronomer and all these other things instead of being honest and being like you can be brilliant and wrong as fuck at the same time yeah but to be fair that's a good ass guess i would that's what i would have guessed yeah. if it was me <laughs> but but yes your point stands you can be right about some stuff and wrong about everything else a hundred percent and with that i like to believe that these people while uh, completely wrong about uh, certain years and and how many moons and which uh, planets have rings and which don't are still right about a few things that they predicted and therefore should be treated with a level of respect. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I feel like it's unfair to just to say they're guilty until proven innocent in the sense that they're like their knowledge is dismissed as being sent down from from the heavens by aliens. You know, I think we should just assume that they did some calculations, some shit that we don't understand, and they got some stuff wrong. Yep. But as far as we're concerned, most of that shit has an application in real science. So, like, who the fuck cares? Now, here's the other thing that they predicted that science can't explain. That part of what their description of Sirius B was talked a whole lot about the mass of Sirius B, that it was apparently crazy dense in a way that they knew and have known for 400 years or so, at least like artifacts prove, has uh, they've had this knowledge for 400 plus years. And scientists can't explain why these motherfuckers who can't do math, apparently, and aren't capable of basic research, uh, discovered the mass of a star that you can't see. Yeah. And to that, I say, how the fuck do you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How the fuck do y'all discover any of this shit? Y'all are just looking. Right. (laughs) You just got telescopes. Like, how do you know beyond just their gravitational pull and where they are in Mm -hmm. space relative to each other, where, how big or how dense or any of this shit about, like, how do they know Jupiter is gaseous? They've never been to Jupiter. Right. Never been to Jupiter. I ain't never smelled a Jupiter once. You don't know what the fuck any of this stuff is. You just making it up. And that's cool. I like that you get to make it up. And to that point, I want the potential for black people and and brown people and people of foreign countries. to. I want to afford them the freedom to make stuff up the same way we've afforded white people the chance to make stuff up. We let y'all niggas use your imagination for all kinds of shit, including deciding that that Jupiter is made out of farts. So let these people do the exact same thing. And you know what? It literally in a lot of ways is there's a lot of methane up there. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Who gave you the authority to take Pluto away from us? 
I like that. Who Keep gave going. you that Hold authority? On. Wait a minute. It sounds like you're about to get into a fun thing that I like to call talk that talk. And what I would love for you to do, Yadoya, is is yes. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to go off. You go crazy uh-huh. on that Pluto conversation. Whenever you're ready, you, you go ahead and kick in. I'll play the music. Nobody gave white people the authority to decide what defines a planet. It uh-huh. sits in the same position at that any that a planet might sit in. Who is to say that just because it's a little smaller than the average, than what this weird arbitrary number that we've decided, mm-hmm. that Pluto is smaller than that and therefore it no longer gets to be a planet. We got to a point, I don't remember if it was 2001, 2002 or whenever the fuck, that they just changed the rules <laughs> and now Pluto is different. And so therefore, I I think black people should take just as much undeserved agency with our solar system and I uh, declare Mercury the nigga planet. Hey, there it is. Talk that talk. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Talk that talk. Mercury's the nigga planet now. Y'all ain't welcome there, motherfucker. That's it. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. And that's, I think at its core, that's, that's really what this feels like is like white people declared some, at some point that space was theirs. That like yeah. we didn't have any uh, any sense of what was happening outside of this planet, that we had no control over any of the information. And the reality is none of us know anything. We don't even know yeah. anything about the oceans. We know less about the oceans than we do about space. And we all know shit about space. So, like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and just accept that these nice people in Mal, they, they figured something out. And also accept. That I know you got to go to an ad, but except that <laughs> the only reason you're so interested in what's out in space is because uh, capitalism on Earth forces us to expand constantly uh, beyond mm. the limits of what we already are aware of. Mm. And so now you feel like we got to uh, colonize Mars and it let Elon Musk tell it we got to have indentured servitude up yeah. there. <laughs> but look, <laughs> hey. But he's trying to bring comedy back. So that's the important work that he's doing. That is the important part. Yeah. I will say <laughs> the, the last thing that that I'll little piece of research that I'll kick your way is that uh, apparently in 1995, and this goes back to your conversation about the, the third planet or third mm-hmm. uh, star, rather. In 1995, yeah. two French researchers, Daniel Benest and J.L. Duvent, their names are easier, uh, authored an article in the prestigious journal Astronomy and Astrophysics with the title, Is Sirius a Triple Star? And they suggested, based on observations of motions in the Sirius system, there is a small third star there, which would explain something that we don't officially know now, that no one's officially known, but this community has been talking about for Hundreds of years they've been focused on the possibility of this third star existing, and we've just ignored them and called them crazy and, and thieves. Yeah. I Look, I got nothing to say about that except uh, fuck y'all. Yeah, fuck y'all. We're going to take a break. And, and Look at God. Look at God and fuck y'all. That's the, Those are the words Yadoya wants you to hear. We'll be back with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are that hello how are you i am under the water please help me you're too much raining <laughs> yeah we're back here with more you doing it travis more my mama told me we're talking about mermaids and i played a man drowning i don't know <laughs> we having fun we having a good time it's a blast i i want to play a game we're going to play yeah. a game. We're going to we're going to get out of here on a game. But this is a a very fun game. It's one of my favorite games to play with people. It's a game called White, White Lies. Lies. Ugly, you're disgusting. Lies. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. White Lies. It's a very fun <laughs> game in which I will introduce to you a traditional white conspiracy theory. One that that white people have held on to for quite a while. And what I would love for you to do is unpack why you think this conspiracy theory is so important to white people. What do you think they're holding on to? What are these sneaky motherfuckers up to? That makes mm -hmm. sense to you? Yeah, it sure does. Hell yeah. So there's this is a fun one that I've heard for quite a while and I think is is... It'll be fun given some of the conversations we've been having up to this point. But there is an argument that the earth is hollow. Have you ever heard that? That the earth is completely hollow on the inside. I I have. Yep. I, I, I haven't heard it super in depth, but I've heard it. Okay. 
So basically, the yeah. argument is that there are that uh, the Earth is hollow, and there uh, it be is now the living quarters for like these old colonies, these Viking colonies that basically live in these tunnels under the Earth. And my question for you is, why do you think white people believe in the possibility that the Earth is hollow? Okay, well, uh, first of all. I feel like if there are still Vikings living under the earth in just like in modern times right now, it it gives them a much better argument for why uh, them having dreadlocks is not cultural appropriation. (laughs) First of all, Um, I think it just makes it very easy for them just be like, yo, there's a civilization of white dreadlocked people (laughs) beneath the earth that you just don't know about. And so. uh, So, yeah, I can I can lock up my hair, even though it doesn't do that naturally. That's no problem. I also believe that if the earth is hollow, if the earth is hollow, there's nothing under the earth. Yep. And I don't know how deep that goes. I'm making a little bit of an assumption about how deep. Oh, uh, I think they think it goes all the way down, like all the way to the other side. All the way down. Yep. Okay. Well, that just, that makes it a lot harder to argue that there is in fact ongoing uh, slavery and mining happening in the Congo from which we uh, acquire our coltan and cobalt that we need for our cell phones, and that somehow we get that from some other source other yep. than the forced slavery and servitude of African people. Yeah, I feel like this shit just—I feel like this shit just goes, uh, just goes a lot deeper than they think it goes. I yeah. feel like uh, if if Earth is hollow, I don't. I I like what you're saying. I do think that there's something to the fact that if I say the earth is hollow, I don't have to confront so many of the other truths that sort of live on the surface, huh? See, look yeah. at us doing cute wordplay. I think I think uh it you're doing horrific things on the surface of this planet and we don't know what's under there certainly but we have a pretty good sense that it's not just a like a fucking uh plaster wall and so yeah. uh, at the end of the day maybe confront your shit up here instead of predicting what's beneath us in a weird way yeah just accept that elon musk is bad and that his family got rich profiting off of an emerald mine in zaire yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> this <laughs> self-made of, billionaire ain't all that self-made, and Tesla's yeah. so cool, but he's how a the pretty fuck bad you think guy. He, how the fuck you think he bought his first business? You <laughs> act like he wasn't rich before he bought his first business. Like, what the fuck you mean? Or right, sold it, whatever. This motherfucker went his whole life with bad hair, and he's still like, and frankly, he could have fixed it earlier because he had the wealth. He just didn't know how and didn't have the the social skills to to do that. And then he got some money and a lady. Uh, with a weird name, Grimes came in and and kind of helped him a little bit, but and now they got a weird robot named Baby. Uh-huh. That really goes to show you a nigga can really just be on Rick and Morty one time and people act like he never did. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Hey, listen, if Alon's listening, I don't know. Please stop what you're doing, but also, uh, at least share some of that money or apologize. You you got work to do, big dog. I think that's the most important thing to do. You could start by uh, you could start by paying your employees. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's always a good place to start as a billionaire. Just give your employees uh, an amount of money that is uh, equivalent to the work that they're doing. Yeah, a livable yeah. wage would be nice. That that's a good start for sure. Yeah, and also maybe like demote yourself to employee and you know just share in the wealth <laughs> in that way. That I feel like that's also I, I'm getting into socialist ideals here. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, Elon Musk, just Google worker self-directed enterprise and, and just uh, do yourself a favor. Well, I love that this uh, theory about the earth being hollow turned into this, but <laughs> hey, we did it. You nailed it. Great answer. I feel good about where we landed. Yodoya, can you tell everybody where they can find you? What cool shit you have going on? You can find me on on Instagram at Professor Doye, at Twitter at uh, Yodoye underscore. But, uh, you know, just look out for cool shit I'm doing. I do a, a anime channel called Beyond the Bot. And I wrote Batman. I wrote a I wrote a Batman comic that's going to come out. Hey, this nigga wrote Batman. That's cool. Yeah. All yeah. right. Fuck yeah. I love that. This is beautiful. Uh, as always, you can follow me at Langston Herman. Please like and subscribe to My Mama Told Me. We don't have nearly enough comments and likes and, and mean things uh, written underneath our page. So feel free to go on Apple Music and do all that or Apple Podcasts. Why would you go on Apple Music to do that, you idiots? Go on Apple Podcasts. Dumbass. And, <laughs> dumbass. Yo, stupid. You <laughs> idiots. I hate you. And then finally, uh, if you want to send me stuff, you can send Send it to mymamapod at gmail.com. Anyway, that's everything. Bye, bitch. Bye, fuck Elon Musk. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.